0: What's going on everyone? Welcome back to episode 6 of the Creative Blockman podcast. I'm your host Miguel aka The Creative Blockman and on today's episode we're gonna start it off a little bit different but it's a good thing don't worry. I'd like to remind you guys about the giveaway. Now as you guys all know only two more episodes to go and then we'll be kicking off the first giveaway on the Creative Blockman podcast. The Giveaway will commence on the season finale, to be clear. That is episode 8 of the season. So you better stick around. Like I said in the previous podcast, we're not giving away your everyday prizes. The prize for the giveaway is an XM Studios HX Project Captain America figurine. It is a 1-6 scale statue. I've done some research. The piece is... Basically valued I'd say between the five to eight thousand rand mark. So this is really gonna be a crazy prize, guys. Not a lot of well, not that I know of, not many podcasts that I know of give away a prize like this. All you need to do is, like I've been asking you guys many times before in the past episodes, please on whatever platform that you use, go ahead, leave a review and a five star rating or Whatever rating it is, I'm not here trying to ask you for five-star ratings if you don't think it's, the show is worth that rating. I'm asking for you, for you to be honest, and I'm asking you to be real. And if it's a one-star that I deserve and you feel I deserve that, please go ahead and do that. All you need to do is leave a review on the podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcasts, whichever one, doesn't matter. We love them all and we're available on them all. Then you just need to head to Instagram, find the reel or the post that we're doing for the giveaway. It will display the statue and it will show you guys what you're going to win. Like it, tag a friend, and that's it. The competition will begin on the season finale. So to be very clear, that's episode eight of this season, season one, and it will run for two weeks. Just giving people enough time to review the podcast and leave their rating. Then, as I said, head to Instagram, like it, tag a friend. And that's it, guys. You could win a limited edition collectible statue. I think it was limited to 500. So there's only 500 of them them in the world. And one of them is going to be given away on the Creative Blockman podcast. Come on, guys. What more could you want? So I want you guys to... Tune into episode eight because I'm going to remind everybody on how to enter. And yeah, good luck to whoever does enter. And I think now's the time. Perfect timing. Let's kick off the show. Hey, everyone. It's your host, Miguel, from the Creative Blockman podcast, the show that dives into art, the creators and supporters of the industry, and most importantly, how art can be an investment. Now let's get into our next masterpiece and see what it has in store for us. So welcome back everyone, I want to thank all of you beautiful people for joining me. Today's episode is going to be quite a cool one, I really love these pieces, well I think I've said that about every single piece and it's only because it's the truth, I really love the pieces that I discuss and yeah let's, uh, let's dive right into it, let's not delay any longer. Today we're going to be discussing two pieces by, there's two ways of saying her name, Grand Dame or Grande Dame, one of the two. Whichever, if you guys want to go a little bit more Spanish and exotic, then go for Grande, I mean it's up to you. But she's also known as, well, also she's known as Gra- Grande, I like and Grande, Grande Dame, but her actual name is Tiff McGuinness. She is a self-taught artist specializing in hyper-colored illustrations and animations. Originally from the US, she has been based in the UK since 2001. Before I forget, I'd like to remind you guys to visit the TCB Instagram page and view the artworks we're going to be discussing today. And while you are there, follow the page. You know, you get to see the behind the scenes content and you get to see all the extra content that we actually post. On Mondays, I share two visual artists that I feel are talented. And on Thursdays, I do the same thing, just with tattoo artists. And at the end of each week, I do a weekly wrap-up. Basically, of all the week's highlights and the, you know, I don't want to say juicy information, but some of the cool information, just talk about or discuss or wrap up all the cool news and things that happen in the art scene over the week or just in life in general. You know what I mean? Now that the Shameless Plug is over, let's get back to discussing Grande Dame or Grand Dame. One of the two. Like I said, it's completely up to you guys. Like I said, mentioned earlier, she's a self-taught and I love that. I love, okay, a lot of artists are actually self-taught, but they it, it just feels a little bit more passion, you know? It feels a little bit more real when an artist is self-taught, you know? She's, she specializes in hypercolor illustrations and she is originally from the US, but is has been based in the UK for basically her entire life, if you want to put it that way. Now, before Tiff was an artist, she was actually signed to the record label Tummy Touch under the Monkey or Crazy Girl. Whoever owned that label must have been on some hectic dwellums. But okay, anyway, Tummy Touch under the Monkey Crazy Girl Monkeyer, Tummy Touch under the Monkey or Crazy Girl. Wow. She began to teach herself how to animate by making music videos actually for her songs. Her release, High Tide Hell, was her first animation. It became basically an underground sensation and was even shown at the Albert Hoffman's 100th birthday. Now, (laughs) for those of you that don't know who Albert Hoffman is, let's just say he's the first man that tripped balls on acid in the name of science. I can just picture some hippie at like a trans festival saying, I'm doing this in the name of science, you know, like, yeah, anal drops acid, boom. (laughs) The song, um, yeah, let's go back here. Uh, uh, Sorry, I went a bit left there. The song did not stop there. It featured in January 2006 in Basel, Switzerland, at the LSD Symposium. That first foray into moving image became an odyssey that continues decades later. Grande Dame has made dozens of animated music videos showing her work globally, licensed music to the Cohen Brothers, she is a published songwriter with BMG, licensed videos to Spike and Mike Sick and the Twisted Festival of Animation, her animation featured in an ad for Apple, I mean, Apple, guys, come on, that's a big deal, <laughs> She's created successful sticker packs for the App Store, another collaboration, I wouldn't say with Apple, but I mean, it's another associate. its it all goes back to brand association, you know what I mean? Being associated with a brand like Apple, and saying that you've done work like for Apple, for, that's a huge thing, you know, especially for an artist, which was, and that sticker pack was actually number one for a week, beating Mickey Mouse, some hectic names there. She created a successful sticker pack for Facebook as well. She's also collaborated on a shoe line with the late couture footwear designer Terry de Havilland. She's co-designed lights with the late light artist Chris Braceley. Has sold out art shows at established galleries. Designed animated Zodiac for world famous astrologers. The Astro Twins created fabric designs for a Burning Man mutant vehicle. And has had nearly 2 billion views on GIFs and on Giphy. Grand Dame is a modern-day Renaissance woman, and a force to be reckoned with. From sound, to moving images, printmaking, fabric design, sculpture, embroidery, etc., etc., etc. Watch this space. I don't think this is the end of Grande Dame. Anytime soon, she continues to make art. Her art is, I'd say, more for it's a bit out there. You have to be a little bit brave and (laughs) you have to be able to, you know, explain what's going on with this piece. Actually, like, why do you own that? That's a bit hectic, but I love her work. Really cool. I love color. I'm a sucker for color in prints and art in general. So for me, any piece with color and it's what she does so well, she uses color so well and it's just all neon and, oh, these pieces are just so cool, man. Now, A word from our sponsor that does not exist. I'm just going to take a quick break, guys. I'm going to leave you with the beat. And it's the beat that I feel is the trippiest beat I have on the TCB catalog of beats. It goes by the name of Sunbeam. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed the beat. I hope you found it to be a little trippy because that's, I mean, that's the end goal of this episode. Yeah, the the, the main theme of this episode is going to be trippy, guys. So brace yourselves. Um, But I hope you enjoyed the beat. So we're going to do something a little bit different today. We're actually going to be discussing two artworks from the same artist, both Grande Dame's work and I own both these pieces. Today, we're going to discuss... The first print is Mothership Connection 1. The second print will be She Stored Their Quirks. Now guys, don't forget, head to the TCB Instagram page to view the works, just so you can get a bit of understanding. You know, put the audio together with the picture. The visuals with the audio. You've got to match those two. The show wouldn't be the same if you didn't see what we're discussing. The first work I'm going to discuss is Mothership Connection 1. The print is number... 10 of 20, and is hand signed by Grande Dame. Well, as I said earlier, trippy is the theme of this entire show, right? And the one word I have for this piece is trippy AF. For now, for those of you that can remember how I set the scene for the Justice Mukeli piece, I'm going to do the same for this piece. Brace yourselves. With the beautiful neon blue sky, peering over the picturesque mountains to the left. And as we pan across to the right of those mountains, there's a magical blue and yellow temple, fit for the king of LSD. The man like apes, dressed in their traditional attire, stomp on lush neon yellow grass as they parade around with their heads of their last hunt human heads to be precise take a deep breath one two three exhale and over the mountains three mighty spaceships soar while shooting those beams of light you see in the movies where people get abducted Okay, so if you feel a little disturbed by what you've just heard, I feel like you genuinely understand the image now. <laughs> but it's it's not all bad. It's it's still a beautiful image, and Grande Dame, you the use of color is it's just impeccable. You know, as chaotic as the idea or as what you've just heard is, it's still effortless to look at. You know and at first glance, you kind of you overlook the dis- the destruction. I believe this is because of the well balanced elements that make up the image. one is I call it the rule of threes there are three apes, three spaceships, three mountain tops it's the image is very well balanced thanks to this consistent you know theme or or rule or appearance or these consistent elements you know three 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 three. In addition to this, there are three main colors that are used in the piece: yellow, pink, and blue. So it, it, they're all kind of complementing each other. These three are all working, they they're cohesive, they work together, you know, and I think that's what aids the image as such as like a crazy and you know hard image. it is it's still very nice and very easy to look at. So now what I want to do is let's go on to the next piece. The next piece goes by the name She Stored Their Quirks and this is a special one. One of the main reasons is because it's numbered 1 of 50. Now why this is so important? Well, let me tell you why. It's considered that the first impression of the print run or the first impressions I'd like to say the first impression of the print run are as close to the artist's original idea, the original work, thus they become more expensive. I mean, so this being number one, there's no other print that's actually closer to the original work than this one is. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to set the scene for this print because I'm not sure how I would stage the scene for an image of a girl Amongst some bushes with half her head chopped off. The other one was fairly easy. it's some mountains, trippy beats, some, you know, monkey sound effects in the background. But yeah, this one, I don't think, I think I'm going to be more disturbed than anybody else if I set the scene for this one. I know exactly how to do it, you know, but I don't think you guys want to hear the sound of a chainsaw cutting into bone. It's not really my vibe, so let's just leave it out, you know? <laughs> And I mean, that's basically the image in a nutshell of the second one, you know, it is literally a girl standing in the middle of some scrubs with half a chopped off and you can see her brain. But let's dive a little bit deeper into the image. As I said, it's of a girl that looks like she's about to have brain surgery, if you want to put it that way. She's surrounded by bushes and in typical grande dame fashion, the piece is made up of brilliant neon colors and is not short of the trippy elements. I think just me discussing it and saying what I've said is already trippy enough as is. Now what I want to do is move on to the frames. Mothership Connection is framed in a white frame with a white border around the prints. Fairly straightforward. And she stores her quirks is also in a white frame. The only difference is that there's no border in she stored their quirks. Instead, the prints. What we did was the prints. Actually, they may they put like I don't I don't know if it's double sided tape. I hope it's not double sided tape because that would suck. Um, but it kind of looks like the the image is floating. The print is floating, so that's why we didn't use a border because if you use a border that that border usually sits above the 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 print or the image. So this one we couldn't use a border, and I didn't want to use a border, you know, it's really cool to use borders, you know, they have their effect and stuff like that, but sometimes it's just nice to have something framed differently, otherwise there's just, it gets boring, because all your pieces look like they're they're framed the same way, which is, it shouldn't be that way. Now the journey to getting these prints, (laughs) this one is just as, you know, exciting as the prints itself less heads chopped off let's just put it that way but the journey to getting these prints involved a tuk-tuk accident some sloppy rather unpleasant rice pudding and a significant culture shock (laughs) and a little crazy as I purchased the prints from a gallery named 111 gallery in Siem Reap Cambodia the Cambodian art scene is vibrant but very underdeveloped but if you consider that Cambodia is one of the poorest Asian countries, it all makes sense. I read this once that that I stand to be corrected, but it's stated that around two million Cambodians utilize $1.20 a day to survive. And the last time I checked, there aren't really many art pieces for less than a dollar. Let's just put it that way. People's primary focus is to survive and stretch the money as far as possible. Art is not even a blimp on their radar, and it pains me to say that, but this will be the main reason why the art scene will not grow in most developing countries, which is a pity. You know, art should be enjoyed by all, not just people that can afford it, but that's a conversation on its own. The first leg of the trip kicked off in the capital city, Penh, the city where I experienced my first tuk-tuk accident what a time to be alive (laughs) that was crazy guys like it's so random we were driving and I don't know what was going on but there was some festival at the time I think festival of water or something like that but anyway we were driving in a tuk-tuk and all of a sudden this like cop or guard or whatever just closes this gate in the middle of the road and then boom we go and smack right into the gate it was insane Everyone was okay though. The driver was okay. Luckily, nothing. It wasn't like hectic. We weren't driving that far, so. But um, yeah, I survived a tuk-tuk accident. I can put that on my CV. I can definitely. In addition to this, the fact that my hunt for an art piece was unsuccessful made it even worse. You know, I had to endure a tuk-tuk accident, and I didn't find an art piece in pen on Pen because that's what I thought. You know, that's in my opinion. That's what I thought I was going to find you know, the most, there were galleries, there were quite a few galleries, and uh, I guess it was just, I don't know if it was bad timing, I remember calling one of the galleries, and they said that they were closed, but they'll be open the next day, so I was like, okay, cool, Uh, I can wait a day, I mean, I'm not going anywhere, I'm gonna be here, so I'll wait a day, Um, the next day came, and we made our way there, and they were closed again, So, as much as I enjoyed pen on Pim, I got to see another gallery. It was, the name was, I think, Java Cafe. That one was really cool as well, but none of the art pieces there really spoke to me. They were nice. There was some good art, but there wasn't anything that I was willing to, you know, part with my hard-earned money and, you know, travel and carry around through airports and stuff like that. Now, as much as I enjoyed pen on Pim for its architecture and the beauty that it holds... I knew I would not feel fulfilled if I did not leave with an art piece. So on to the next leg of the trip. And that led us to the city of Siem Reap. Now, Phnom Penh was a culture shock, right? I learned so much about the history of Cambodia and just what the people of Cambodia actually endured. And it's, that's a crazy story. And I don't even want to get into that now because it's so sad. Siem Reap is where the art happened and looking back I'm happy about the galleries. I'm happy that the galleries in Phnom Penh were either closed or did not have anything to my liking. Siem Reap is the leading tourist destination of Cambodia and it's all thanks to I think there's a few reasons why it's the you know the leading tourist destination but I think maybe the biggest one is the two temples or the two most popular i think is angkor wat i went to that temple absolutely insane and the bayon temple as i said earlier siem reap is where the art happened thanks to the magic that's on its doorstep the angkor wat temple has these beautiful carvings throughout the entire temple and to think that the temple was built in the 12th century it's just impeccable the temple is absolutely beautiful it's Even the day that we went, it was so nice. It it rained, and the rain was so like, it was such a calming rain. It was warm. It was truly just an amazing experience. And what amazes me is that the purchase of these prints happened when we went to Angkor Wat, actually. It was on the same day. The day was full of just beauty in general. The temple, like I said, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful temple, beautiful day, it rained, but everybody was like perfectly fine with walking in the rain because it wasn't hard, it wasn't cold. it it was just it, it it started in beauty. the whole day was filled with beauty and it just ended in beauty. I got these two pieces that I really want and I I really enjoyed the the time at the gallery also was just so nice. They were, the people were so friendly. we sat, we had a drink, we discussed the pieces the lady even emailed me information about grande dame and it was really cool and her story was also just as cool as the art pieces it was actually an irish woman that moved to cambodia and opened up the gallery from what i can remember that um there must be more to her story of course but like i said from what i can remember that's what um, that's how basically her story went and like i said it was just a beautiful day and we got beautiful art pieces and it, it the trip was now basically complete. You know, I, I felt fulfilled. I got my art pieces and I, I felt content. You know, I got to see the, a beautiful place. I got to learn. I got to experience a different culture. I got to respect a different culture as well and just respect the people of Cambodia for overcoming. And I think it's still something they're doing today. But like I said, I don't want to get into that. That's something you guys can research on your own. If you're ever interested, just go research about what happened in Cambodia. And I'm sorry for making you sad if you do go and research. (laughs) But at the end of the day, we all need to learn, you know. And that's the beautiful thing about traveling is you get to learn and you get to grow as a person. And you can take those lessons that you learn and implement them in your everyday life. And, you know, a simple thing of just being kind to somebody else because you don't know what they're going through. It it kind of leads back to being kind to the Cambodian people, you know, because they've been through a lot, and they were kind right back to us, and it it just amazes me, you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is a a beautiful note and a beautiful end to this episode. I just want to thank One Eleven Gallery for the hospitality. Their works on display were excellent. I cannot wait to return one day, hopefully sooner than later. And to wrap up this episode, I'd like to thank everyone listening to this, you know, and everyone that actually listened this far. I appreciate it beyond what you can imagine. Please, if you don't mind, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you think one of your friends might enjoy this episode, please go ahead, screenshot how far you got or screenshot right now Share this on your Instagram story. If you think it was horrible, do the same thing, because then I know what I need to improve on. And while we're on the topic of Instagram, don't forget to follow the TCB Instagram page for more behind-the-scenes content. Thanks once again for listening. And as always, actually what I'm going to do, this is not going to be an exclusive beat or exclusive TCB beat, but this is a beat that I played a little bit earlier I just chopped it up. It's a free beat I got from YouTube, so I'm not stealing people's stuff, don't worry. It is a free beat and I chopped it up, I added something into it. So technically, this is an exclusive TCB beat. So you guys can So, you guys can enjoy it and I can enjoy it cuz I'm about to listen to it too.